Hey, everybody, what's going on? It's Monday afternoon and we're just getting rolling and it's going to be our big sprint from today, Monday. Deep breath in. Friday, we'll let it all out, man. Uh, holiday season is here. Hope everybody's off to a great start. And I just want to thank all of our amazing sponsors for what has been a great year. Um, and I say a great year because uh, so much has happened during this calendar year and uh, we're finishing strong. We really are. And I say that as a group. Um, you know, the whole team here and all of you guys who watch and listen, let's finish this season up uh, strong and finish this year up strong. So let me just start off by thanking all of our great sponsors. I'll start with Seven Mile Casino. You know, their website is sevenmilecasino.com. You know, you can click on their QR code. And as I tell you all the time, during this holiday season, you're looking for something fun to do. Blackjack, poker, other table games, incredible food at Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, great brunch on Saturday and Sunday morning. It's the place to be. And it's so convenient, only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego in a smoke-free environment. You're going to have a great time, and you're going to win at Seven Mile Casino. Their website is sevenmilecasino.com. Big, big shout-out to our people from PrizePicks, prizepicks.com slash greatfriends, prizepicks.com slash greatfriends. Thank you to everybody who sends me your prize picks because, honestly, um, last week I had one nice big hit. And this past weekend, I tried going in big and I did not do well at all. I'll tell you why. Because Joe Flacco hooked me up. I knew Joe Flacco was going to have a big game and it wasn't pretty necessarily, but it, it was a pretty damn good result. I will just say this, um, Justin Fields, there are times when you watch that kid and you go, he's got it. And then there are other times and you go, can't, can't play. And uh, he killed me yesterday. Just absolutely killed me because I had two big plays on both Flacco and on Justin Fields, and Fields let me down. So tonight, I'm coming back for more. Prizepicks.com slash greatfriends. Prizepicks.com slash greatfriends. You put in your first deposit. They match it 100% up to $100. So if you put in 100, they put in 100. You got 200 to play. So have fun. Be careful. Send me your picks. I'm desperate for help. Prizepicks.com slash greatfriends. Hey, um, one other I'd like to thank. Uh, I was with him yesterday, Brett Weiss from Mushroom Life. He's a big Cleveland Browns fan. And we were dying yesterday thinking, oh, no, if the Bears beat the Browns, we'll never hear the end of it from Browner. Well, we all saw what happened. Brett continues to tell me, to tell you, you buy $50 worth of Mushroom Life products, he adds $50 of Mushroom Life products. I've got the, a box here of all these products. Plus, I get the literature. Because not a lot of people understand, well, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about psychedelic mushrooms? Not necessarily. Um, in fact, not really. Um, all the different mushroom types are down here in the literature. They also tell you what the medicinal purposes are. And then you get them in either tinctures or you can get them in gummies or, um, you know, this, this is my favorite. I've got the face lotion right over here. You buy $50 worth of Mushroom Life products, Brett will send you an additional $50 worth of products that he wants you to try or you can give out as holiday gifts. Mushroom Life, L-Y-F-E, mushroomlife.com slash great friends. Let's start on a Monday. Hey, great friends. What's going on? It's Monday afternoon. Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. We're just getting onto the radio airwaves of 1090, onto the stream of YouTube, blastered all over all the different audio podcast platforms, TV tonight on Channel 4 San Diego, our home base in the Cox Yourview Network. And uh, pretty much anywhere you want to find us, dude. We're like the easiest people on the planet to find. I mean, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Sided, 
uh, you name it, we're everywhere. So um, guys, I must tell you as we get on the air, yesterday I had a very interesting day of football viewing. Um, I was watching my Cleveland Browns take on Browners Chicago Bears. And at one point, gentlemen, I got up from the table I was at. I was watching at a place in Cardiff called Tower 13. It's a sports bar there. No relationship to the place, just close, local, wide open, airy. And so I like to watch football there. So guys, I get up in the middle of the game to head over to the restroom. And as I'm coming back, there's a gentleman who is watching Green Bay, Tampa Bay, right? Well, he's like the only guy in the whole place watching this. He's the only Buccaneers fan in the entire place. And he's watching this game, you know, and I, I have no interest in it, but I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll just take a quick little peek. And the guy looks at me and he said, Hey Scott, how you doing, man? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? He introduces himself because oh, we, we've met before. I go, okay. Nice to meet you, man. Nice to see you again. He goes, dude, you guys were killing me last week. When you were talking about the time that you had a stomach problem, it manifested itself in your car. And the next day you traded in your car because you were never going to be able to get the smell or the PTSD of what just happened out of your mind. So this guy is telling me the story about how he's listening to the radio show last week. And he hears this story about losing it and letting it go in the car because the stomach pain was just too much and there was no place to go. He proceeds to tell me his story. This is now what's happening to me, Grande, brown man. Mm -hmm. This is what's happening to me now. People come up to me to tell me their stories of when they are having stomach problems. They relate. Turns out this guy tells me a story. He goes, listen, he goes, I go over to my friend's house the other day to have dinner. He goes, I have dinner with these folks like maybe uh, once a month or so. He goes, and they're great cooks. They're amazing cooks. He says, and they made New England clam chowder. Once this guy said the words New England clam chowder, I had a mm -hmm. strong suspicion where this story was going. Yeah. So he goes, I get, I get out of my the place. I get to my car. I start to feel my stomach brewing. He's like, ah, you know what? I, I, I can make it home. He goes, I'm driving home. I'm flying. He goes, and he, Browner, he goes, and I tried to do what Browner said. I tried to turn on the radio. I tried to think of other things. I tried to slow things Very down calm. because mm -hmm. Browner suggested don't think about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He goes, well, the Browner technique did not work. He goes, mm -hmm. now I get to my apartment complex. I get out of the car. I'm running full speed to my apartment. So he didn't walk. He's like, I didn't so make you, it. Brother, listen to me. If you got out of your car and you were full speed running, you didn't follow the plan. Yeah. Well, he it. couldn't help it. He couldn't help it. He, he didn't make it home. He did not make it to the house. He did, he did not make it to the house. So he didn't do my technique. He didn't refer. He didn't try and call to a higher power. You know, last he, resort. He may have been praying. He may have been trying to think about other things. The Browner technique. My man did not make it to the crib. Had to pull in between two cars that were parked in his apartment complex. And let it go right there. Said the next day he came back because he knew he'd made such a mess and he wanted to clean it up. Like, you know, as if he was cleaning up after his dog, he was cleaning up after himself. Said he brought one of those five gallon bottles of water that, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like those mm -hmm. water jugs. He mm -hmm. 
He's like, and with a five gallon jug of water, I was outside cleaning this mess in between these two cars so that the people whose cars they were didn't come out and see the mess that my man had just made. It's disgusting. I mean, he's watching the Tampa Bay Green Bay game. I'm look, he's talking to me and I'm looking through the window so I can see the Chicago Cleveland game. But this dude is killing me because he heard every detail of the story. I had done it in the car. I traded in the car the next day. Grande prays to the higher being. Browner tries to take his mind off of it. Guys, mm -hmm. it was absolutely hysterical. I mean, look, it's flattering. I get a lot of people that come up to me and go, hey, I heard the show. I heard what you guys were talking about. But whenever we talk about that problem, seems to resonate with a lot of people. What can I tell you? Good Monday afternoon. Yeah, I mean, relatable, you know, stomach issues are a very relatable problem for everybody in the world. It's just, that's just a fact, my dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, every, we've all been there. Everybody's been there. Now, I will say this. I don't think uh, everybody has been in that situation where they're like, you know what? I'm just going to pull my pants down and poop in, in between two cars in this parking in this parking spot. Like, that seems, that seems very, 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 like, rare. You know what I'm saying? Like, I walk North Park a lot, and I see dog poop everywhere. Not not really a lot of human feces out here, you know, in the streets. Yeah, so, not a lot in the streets, huh? No, not here. So, yeah, dog. Good luck. To, that That's, that's what did you, so the clam chowder, huh? The, the New England clam chowder. Mm. Got him. Got him. Yeah. Once he said New England clam chowder, I knew we were in trouble. I knew, I knew there was a story mm. coming. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, well, I was watching football and uh, I was focused in on my Browns against Browners Bears. And let me tell you something. Um, there was a time where I was like, uh-oh, two things. One, if you're a real playoff contender and you're at home and you're playing a sub 500 team that's not really that good, you have to win that game. You have to win. So on one hand, I was like, this, this Browns team cannot afford this loss. On the other hand, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to listen to Browner on end. Tell me about how his bears beat my Browns. Not going to that's just not going to be able to, I, I can't live with that. Mm -hmm. And by the way, Lawhead was going crazy. Lawhead might be the worst person to watch football with, at least if it's a <laughs> Cleveland Browns game, because I got my girlfriend, she's got her girlfriend then another one of her girlfriends, and there's girls there. And Lawhead is freaking out during this game. And there's a bunch of Chicago Bears fans sitting right over here, and right here, right in front of him, right, right in front of the TV. These three guys over here to the left that we're all watching, they're all uh, Bears fans. And Lawhead, the entire game, not that he's taunting them, he's just screaming at the top of his lungs the entire game. My son thinks he's hilarious. All the girls are completely disgusted by his behavior. You know what I'm saying? Just a bad guy to watch football with. Mm. I can't. First of all, I don't know what bar you were at, but I can't imagine watching a game where the TVs are not synced up on the same game. Yeah. That's the what first thing I noticed. You got the right and the one on the right. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's so distracting to me, man. No, like I'm that, out. I'm all, I know that's not the point of your story. That's just what stood out to me. Like, yeah, no, no, I you got, got you. you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I got you. But no, it's anyways. okay. Yeah, Lawhead's just I feel like I'm not part of this conversation. I'm going to let you two handle this, you know? Yeah, I put yeah. zero minutes into that game, so I have no idea what happened. Browner? No idea. Browner, let me tell you something. The Bears, on a Hail Mary at the end of the game, almost won the game. And the receiver well, who had his hands on the ball, we're watching the, the replay right now, 
Hands, hands, hands. Got it. Wait, don't. Lost it. Kicked it. Intercepted. Now, let me let me put a little context into what you just saw there. That guy last year was the Bears' number one receiver. That guy was a 1,000-yard receiver last year. So for people telling me that Justin Fields had help last year, that guy was your 1,000-yard receiver. Him. That guy. He had 1,000 yards? He also dropped he had 1,000 yards last year. So he's good. This guy, it, it's fantastic. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? A real receiver showed up who catches the ball with two hands, and now this guy looks like that every play. He dropped another massive ball, didn't come back to another ball, didn't block on a fourth and one. Like, yesterday was probably Darnell Mooney's worst game as a professional football player. But with all that said, the Bears should have won that football game. The Bears aren't – I wouldn't say the Bears are better than the Browns, but the Bears deserve to win that game. And the Browns played better defense, and they made timely plays because Joe Flacco, who threw three interceptions, won – really bad and two just better plays by the bears because the defense gets paid too. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco just kept throwing, kept throwing yep. and just made two huge plays in the yep. fourth quarter. And that's how the, that's how the Browns won the game. So think about that. Shout out you, to got them. A, you got a quarterback who's in his third week of playing and an offensive line that's destroyed a running game that doesn't exist. And now you're relying on a 38 year old guy who's going to pass every single play. But that, but, that see, but this is the difference. That ain't, that ain't Joshua Dobbs. The guy who was throwing went to the Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl throwing. He wasn't MVP. a placeholder. He won the Super Bowl throwing. He's not some guy who's been a backup his whole career. And now he's Joe Flacco was a decade-long starter for a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. So he can play. He can't but, run. No, but he's also a pro. Because I don't know, uh, Alex, you, yes. I don't know if you have any of the postgame, but I saw yeah. one of his postgame interviews, and he said, hey, look, I've been in this league a long time. Yeah. You know? and, and you just have to keep on – you, you kind of – you have to forget about what just happened and think about what you got to do next. Correct. You know? And that's and a hard to Cleveland. For Cleveland, they didn't just start running the ball because Joe Flacco was throwing interceptions. No, like, like keep throwing it. You'll you'll figure it out. And he did. So, yeah. you know, the Bears defense played great. Uh the offense, you got to catch the ball, man. Robert Tunyon, you got to catch the ball. Darnell Mooney, you got to catch the ball. Uh, uh Tyler Scott, you got to catch the ball. That's it. That's it. The Bears played a good game on defense. The Browns are better on defense. And the Bears played a good game on offense if you catch those balls. The Browns won the I'll game. The Browns, are, the Browns are a playoff team. I'll tell you right now, killed me yesterday on prize picks because I, I tried to play, you uh, know, that uh, – dude, the prize picks, I tried to play – well, Say it again. The demons and the ghouls. Dude, I played goblins. it yesterday. I tried to goblins play – Goblins and ghouls. I played um, – I played – Justin Fields to throw for more than like 199 yards. And I played Ooh. Flacco to, to go for more than 199 yards passing. Now Flacco passed for like 350. And right. um, and Fields passed for like, I don't know, what, 120, 130, one, something like that. I mean, one, 134, I think. Dude, I was rooting for overtime. I, I literally wanted the Bears to tie the game at the end for overtime just so that I could get my prize picks yards because I tried to hedge something. It's the first time I've ever tried to do this on prize picks. I tried to hedge. This weekend, I thought Flacco would have a big game. So I played Flacco for like more than 275 passing. But I also thought mm -hmm. Justin Fields might have an interesting game. So I played, paid, uh, I played him to pass for, let's say, more than, well, I should just tell you, I can go to my past entries. I played him. He would have, by the way, if guys would have caught those balls. So I tried to play Justin Fields to go for more than 224. And I went Flacco more than 274. But I also played a smaller play 
with those guys going more than 199 and a half, the goblins and ghouls. Mm-hmm. Freaking freaking fields killed me. I mean, Flacco yeah. carried the day, and Fields let mm-hmm. me down by no, 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 35 no, no. No, yards no, 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 no. for the first one. Don't blame it on I the can't receivers. Let you do that. I didn't have the receivers. I I I know I know you didn't. I know you didn't, but Fields didn't kill you. Robert Tunyon did, Darnell Mooney did, Tyler Scott did, because those three passes, he's over 250. They people have calculated this. If they catch those balls, one is 75 yard touchdown. Darnell Mooney, the the uh um the Hail Mary was 40 yards, mm-hmm. and then Tyler Scott dropped a 30 yard pass before that. So you'd have been you guys, good. You guys suck. You guys no, we don't. Suck, we man. good. We no, good. you guys now, suck. You guys both. killed me yesterday. All, we don't suck. We're good res- now. You, hey, all those Bears receivers, you guys cost me a fortune yesterday. There you go. There you go. Now, you can do that all day. I ain't going to say nothing about that. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. They'll match your first deposit 100% up to $100. So get in like this, this game. I like little uh, demons, goblins thing. I like this. I like it a is lot. It, is it demons and goblins? Dak Prescott. Yeah. I got killed by uh, Dak Prescott and Josh Allen. What uh, was that, bro? Oh, dude, Josh Allen killed me. Josh Allen, I, I thought Josh Allen was going to have a big passing game against a, a weaker too. Dallas defense. And all of a sudden, Buffalo ran for like 300 yards. That hurt. Josh Allen that didn't have hurt. to do much. Nothing. Alex, what was Nothing. what was the game you were – what were you focusing in on yesterday? Since we were both watching Bears and Browns, what were you watching? Uh, my Rams. Ooh. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I, I called like them it. spicy Whoa. on the show a long time ago. And I'm telling you, my Rams, my well, Rams now, it, it's what, not really, but my, my Vikings made me so upset on Saturday that I just was, I almost, I almost just put them up for adoption. Like I honestly, and then you see what Joe Flacco's doing and listen, yeah, he threw some picks yesterday, whatever, but man, like I'm honestly, I can't believe what I'm about to say. I can't believe what I'm about to say because of Joe Flacco and the fact that they pulled him out of some basement somewhere wherever he mm-hmm. lives i don't know why the vikings aren't calling matt ryan or nick Foles right now like yeah. honestly because clearly, Kev, clearly kevin o'connell can get any quarterback ready to look decent the offense has so much talent that if you just have a guy who's not an idiot who is just not dumb because nick mullins i don't know him i but I know his face now. And that face is it's a dumb man's dumb face. That's a dumb man's face, dude. Because that, that guy, face. what he did on Saturday, that interception that he threw on his ass directly into the face mask, into a defender. Like, I never want to see Nick Mullins play quarterback again. And I know that he's <laughs> going to start this week again. And the Vikings are somehow in the sixth seed. And they control their – they could win the division because they play the Lions, the Packers, the Lions. They win all three games. They win the division. And they're not. And that's what sucks right now is like, I have no expectations, but the fact that they're the sixth seed, I have to have expectations. And I hate Nick Mullins and I want Matt Ryan or Nick Foles. Like one of those two guys because what Joe Flacco is doing. Just someone that is competent. Yeah, well, well, you know, it's funny you say that. No, but but, but, not competent. No, but, but Flacco showing everybody that you could be 38 years old sitting at home in New Jersey, waiting for a call, like throwing two or three times a week, maybe getting into the gym, staying on your Peloton, but he was not in football shape, but that's what a real veteran professional quarterback looks like 
even coming off the bench all these weeks later. I mean, two and one in his three games, 939 passing yards. So he's averaging 300 yards passing per game, seven touchdowns, five picks. I will grant you the picks. One of them yesterday was really bad. Mm-hmm. Browner, you said it. Uh, great defense, though, by the Bears to get yes. a couple other ones. Alex, yes. you you start to talk about the Rams. I will give the Rams credit. We've not seen Carson Wentz play, but when Stafford was hurt and they had Brett Rippon as their quarterback, one start, can't play, cut him, go yeah, get a veteran. Go get a veteran. Love that. And even though Carson Wentz hasn't played, he's still a veteran quarterback who's probably better than these young guys who haven't played at all. See, the problem mm-hmm. with Nick Mullins is that he has started a lot of games and he's five and 13. Mm-hmm. And he started a lot of those games, I mm-hmm. believe, under Kyle Shanahan, who uh-huh. Browner says anybody can be good there, but clearly not everybody. So he's five and 12 with the 49ers as a starting quarterback. I know that Nick Mullins is able to move the ball because he has Jordan Addison, Justin Jefferson, and TJ Hawkinson. Those are three very good Pro Bowl type players. So, of course, he's able to move the ball. He just chucks it up. That's what Jake Browning was doing with the T. Higgins. Like, he just threw the ball up and was like, T's taller than all those dudes back there. He'll catch it. But, yeah, I mean, give me a professional. Well, how about the fact that Jake Browning, who plays for Cincinnati, filling in for Joe Burrow, actually beat the Vikings. And I didn't know this, but the storyline was that Browning had been with the Vikings for a long time and was yeah. kind of cut like 10 times by the Vikings. I, well, he was on the practice squad forever over there. But the And that's a whole silly story. Like, I know it like, is, but It was still. a different GM, different coach. Like, so, who are you mad at, that. the colors? Who no, are you mad he, at, the colors? He said that. He goes, <laughs> different, different group of people. He goes, but organizationally, I could never really get a shot there. Okay? No, not surprising. But, man, yeah. that's, that's your one backup quarterback. Now, other than Flacco, Browning who's been really amazing in these last few weeks. I mean, he's he's bringing the Bengals back into playoff dude, contention. Gardner Minshew. Amazing. Dude, dude. And I know he's not a, technically a backup, but he was cut and a free agent. Baker Mayfield. Where Baker did that Mayfield. come from? Yeah. Like, there's guys out there that can be serviceable to you. And when mm-hmm. you are in a playoff position, as the Vikings and now the Rams are, you got to do everything you can for your team to to put you in a position to succeed and Nick Mullins see, is not, I would gladly take Carson Wentz over Nick Mullins. See, but to that, to that same, to that same effect, it can also work in the opposite direction. Like Kenny Pickett, who I'm not a fan of, he goes down. Mr. Trubisky's worse. Mm-hmm. Like Mr. Trubisky is, he's done. Like, he is yeah, they, they, done, done. Officially, officially Mason Rudolph starting for the Steelers. Well, that's because it happened already. Oof. Yeah. Oof. He was he was wolf man. I don't know what he's like he even for, looking at at this point. It, it looked like he forgot how to play. How to play? <laughs> yeah, but like, he was because bad. he wasn't like disgusting with the Chicago Bears. He wasn't, you know, he was competent. Good. He was competent. It looked like he just forgot. Like yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, They're, yeah, dude. What a weekend again for bad yeah. quarterbacking. <laughs> it, it, it's just it, the, every weekend the NFL gives you something you're not you're not sure right. about. You know, yeah. you're not. Sh- you're, you're just like the whole league Jets, is oh interesting. Ah, Trevor Jets, Lawrence Rogers, looked like he forgot how to play to football last night. Trevor Lawrence just Not is good. like running the ball. He's like, I don't want it. Like, what was happening yesterday? Jacksonville. Bro, what, if he's av- what if he's average, by the way? What if he's, he's average? I don't know that he's average. I just think that like for Trevor Lawrence, like they, they were in the playoffs last year. They're very much in playoff contention right now. But they're mm-hmm. still like they're one of these teams, kind of like the Denver Nuggets, where 
they're good, they're good, they're good. And will they get to championship level? Not sure. You know, and this is only really the second year of them being decent. All right, so look, we're just underway. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. For those of you that are watching on YouTube, make sure you get involved in our YouTube chat. Give a thumbs up, comment, whatever you have to do on YouTube, do it. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios and we're just getting rolling. Let's go. Hey, great friends. What's happening? Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man from the Seven Mile Casino Studios on a Monday afternoon. And this is our final week of the year. Um, I know that, you know, like my daughter gets out of school on Friday, the 22nd. That's kind of our last day also, because then um, you got Christmas Eve on Sunday, Christmas Day on Monday. And then most people kind of shut things down if you can, which we're going to do. And then we'll come back fresh and ready for the new year. Um, although we'll talk about that too. So, um, listen, yesterday was an amazing day of football because while Browner and I were focused in on Cleveland, Chicago, I must tell you that the game afterwards, and there were only three games thereafter, and I really wasn't that interested in San Francisco, Arizona. I was obviously very interested like everybody else, I think in Dallas, Buffalo and Buffalo is about to crawl back into this thing or try because Buffalo was expected to be a playoff contender, a championship contender. And then Dallas, all of a sudden, the last few weeks has looked like a real championship contender. And then now Buffalo, after the win against Kansas City, they're kind of back. They were very lucky to get that win, of course. And um, and Dallas didn't look so good on the road in Buffalo. But the other game that I was most interested in, by far, actually, was the Rams game. Not that the commanders are any good, and not that I really care about the commanders. Can't help but think to myself that Eric Bieniemy probably should have just stayed in Kansas city. Like, Hey, I'm going to become the play caller in Washington. You know what? You had a good thing going in Kansas city and maybe they should have fought a little harder to keep you. I don't know, man, but Eric Bianami and that whole staff's likely going to get fired. So anyway, the Rams, the Rams are, they have played their way very much back into playoff contention. And when you have a veteran star quarterback, when we're talking about all these teams that are having to use backups, Alex, really quickly, take everybody through mm -hmm. the standings here in the NFC because then I want to just focus in on the Rams yeah. for a second. We had three teams clinch a, clinch a playoff spot this weekend. That San Francisco is the one seed. Uh, they also won the division, so they're AFC, NFC West champions. The Eagles, they played tonight, but they clinched a playoff spot as well. They're the second seed. Detroit, uh, they are the three seed at 10-4. and four. Tampa, uh, they are the leaders in their crappy division at seven and seven. The Cowboys are the five seed. They seem to be destined for that spot, kind of regardless. They clinched that playoff spot. Yeah. The Vikings are seven and seven. They're six seed. And now the Rams, who have a monster game on Thursday, believe it or not, the game yep. I wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. Rams, Saints in LA battle for the seventh seed. Yeah. It's amazing that the Rams and the Saints, two teams that preseason were not considered to be anything, are right seven and seven. And the winner of this game, Thursday night between the Rams and the Saints, the winner of this game is really in playoff contention. Yeah. Um, and the other team is probably going to be struggling desperately at the end. But take a look at the Rams' remaining schedule for those of you that are watching. This Thursday against the Saints, the following week, New Year's Eve at the Giants, which you got to chalk up to a win right now. And I don't then know, week eight, Tommy DeVito be balling. Yeah, but not yesterday in ball, did he? 
No, and Taylor, no, no. He got Tyrod Taylor's back too, so you never really know. But in two weeks, you don't you don't know what's going to happen. With the Dude, Tommy DeVito's agent is more famous than Tommy DeVito right now. I don't you know if you guys are following <laughs> nah, nah, that guy. Bro, you know DeVito. You know DeVito agent because DeVito out there doing his thing, bro. They wouldn't be showing DeVito's agent if DeVito was stanking his joint, stanking, stanking the joint up. He got yeah, hammered but, yesterday, though. Yeah, but I wanted to say though, um, back to the Rams. Look, we've been talking all year. This team's used four quarterbacks. This team's used three quarterbacks. This team's mm -hmm. used two quarterbacks. The the backup quarterbacks are rookies. They're fifth round draft choices. They're you know super inexpensive, et cetera. And by the way, when you see a guy like Jacoby Brissett from the Washington Commanders come into the game yesterday against the Rams, you see what a veteran backup quarterback looks like. Even the announcers were saying, "Why didn't anybody try and trade for this guy?" Mm -hmm. You know. So, but but give the Rams credit. They have a Super Bowl champion coach. They have a Super Bowl champion quarterback. They have an MVP in Cooper Cup. They've got a, a, a superstar on defense in Aaron Donald. They've, they've gotten really lucky with fifth-round draft choices like Puka Nakua and Kyron Williams. They're, and they've been lucky this year health-wise. Their offensive line isn't as battered and as beaten down as it has been in years past. Always hurt and tinkering with things, but not as bad as it's been. And the defense, the lowest-paid Defense in the entire NFL. They've got the smallest payroll on defense. Those guys have played some pretty good ball. And listen, I'm not a doctor, and I said, but I said this early on in the season. One of the biggest complaints of Sean McVay was that he's too pass happy. And I brought up the point: Are his linemen always getting hurt because they're just constantly pushing back <laughs> or falling back, falling back because they're trying to pass protect for Matt, Matthew Stafford? And this year, Sean McVay, to his credit, has said, "You know what." I have a very good running back, a very good running back. So I'm going to give him the ball 25 to 30 times a game and let my big dudes go be big dudes. Go like maul some guys, go forward, push, attack. And Kyron Williams has turned into has turned himself into a top five running back in the NFL right now. He's clearly very good. He had a bad game because he fumbled twice. But like I think to Sean McVay's credit, I'm not he's not relying so much on Matthew Stafford anymore. Matthew Stafford's throwing like 200 yards a game, 250 yards a game. It's Kyron Williams that's coming in and running for 120 every game. So they're so well balanced offensively now. You don't really know where it's going to come from week in or week out. And the system-wide receiver, Browner, had yet another brilliant performance yesterday. And so to, to Alex's point, you've got a running back now that's running for over 150 yards in a game, and you've got your superstar wide receiver back. And eight targets for Cooper Cup yesterday, eight receptions, 111 yards, averaged almost 14 yards per reception and had a touchdown. So I'll tell you, the Rams are, um, I don't expect that the Rams are going deep in the playoffs because I don't really think they can play with San Francisco. I don't think they can play with Philadelphia. I definitely think Detroit and Dallas are better. But in that next group of teams, Tampa and New Orleans, like in that group of teams, I feel like the Saints, or excuse me, the, the Rams fit very well amongst that group. This is probably the best job Sean McVay and his coaching staff have ever done. Seriously. Yeah. I think Re so. Really amazing. What did, what and did listen, McVay... and They got to do, they got to take care of business on Thursday. They have to mm -hmm. take care of business against the Giants. And they might be fortunate enough by the time yes. week 18 comes mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. that the Niners might are going to clinch the one seed and they're probably going to arrest everybody. It'll be the Sam Darnold show. Like they might be fortunate in that fact. But mm -hmm. that that doesn't, really take away the fact that they have to win on Thursday. They have to. Yeah.
Uh, what did McVay say after the game? Let's take a listen. No, I'm not surprised, but it, the, the story isn't written yet. You know, this, if the story, like just like what we talked about a, a couple minutes ago, if the season ended right now, you know, you're excited. But, man, there's a lot of football left, and there's a lot of teams that are in contention. And, hey, let's see what the hell we can do moving forward against a great challenge on Thursday. But I love working with this group. I like the steadiness. And, uh, you know, to be 4-1 and one coming off of the bye, the way that they've played, let's see if we can go get our fifth in a great challenge against the Saints. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. For a guy, for a guy that was talking about resigning, um, and we questioned whether or not he was built for a rebuild. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does he want to do that? Does he want to start from ground zero? Does he have the energy for it? Earlier in the season, when they were bad, I was like, man, he'll resign at the end of this year, and he'll just say, hey, look, I just had a baby. You know, I'm, I'm, my kid is under a year old. I would like to spend a couple of years raising a child, and then I'll come back to football. But I got to give McVeigh and the Rams a ton of credit, man. They have they've made a huge move here and uh, very surprising. Now to have the Saints at home on Thursday night, you're the Saints. You got to travel from New Orleans to LA on a very short week. I mean, all the advantage goes to the Rams. I haven't even looked at the early line yet to see what it looks like, but I mean, this you yeah, got to win this game. I, I just got to assume without even looking it up that the Saints have been fortunate that they play in that division and they've probably won most of their games in their division. You know, the Saints are not Derek Carr's hurt every game. They're not a very good football team. I think, yeah, they have Alvin Kamara, but that's kind of where it stops. Olave's kind of in and out of the lineup because he gets banged up all the time. So I think that this is a very winnable game. And I don't, without looking at the line, I'll look it up right now, but I would say that the Rams should be heavily, heavily favored. So you want to hear something? A couple weeks ago when I was at the Rams-Browns game. Four and a half points. Rams favor by four and a half. When I, and I, by the way, hold on, quick timeout before I tell the story. The Rams, okay? The Rams were favored yesterday against Washington. Do you guys remember the line? Six and a half. Okay, it went up to seven. Mm-hmm. The Rams were favored by seven points. I took the Rams and I laid the points, Okay. The Rams are up 28-14. They're going to win, and they're going to cover no problem. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett comes into the game for Washington. They score a touchdown. Now it's 28-20. Uh-oh. 28-20. New Orleans is going to kick an extra point. This game is going to become a push. Washington. Okay? What Did I just say Washington. New Orleans? Yeah, they're playing. Yeah, Ron Rivera, the math guru. Yes. So so the Rams are up 28-20. The Commanders are going to kick an extra point. It's going to be 28-21, and it's going to be a push. What happens? Extra point gets blocked. Rams win 28-20. Rams cover Money. the seven. I was so happy about that because here's why. Um, I had the Cowboys to cover two because um, they were getting two, and I had the Cowboys to cover that two. They didn't get it. No. Um, so I, so I was going to break even and, um, I didn't take the Browns, even though I wanted to take the Browns, all the handicappers said, no, no, no. Chicago is the right side of the game. And mm-hmm. so I didn't have the guts to take the Browns. So I was even cause the Cowboys lost for me, but through a blocked extra point, that's how the Rams saved me. Yeah. Yeah. The Rams, well, I feel uh... like the Rams got to work on their fourth quarter. They don't seem to be a team that like really closes games out strongly. Or Washington's just really good at at chasing. Just chuck and they benched Sam Howell. Dude, when they Washington gets Howell down, yesterday. they find ways to score magically somehow. Like when you take the pressure off of them to score in like a regular setting, they get real good. 
But when it's like the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, not very good. When it's fourth quarter, they down 20. They look really impressive on offense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm, going to tell you guys, I have the way I watch football now, Alex, you always used to tell us that because of your fantasy football, that changes the way you watch football. I Mm -hmm. swear to you guys, the way I watch football now because of prize picks, it, it has changed everything for me. I'm so much more interested in the individual totals than I am in like just one team winning. I had a play yesterday, Brown, you're going to love this. I tried to go, I tried to go really big. Um, didn't go so well for me. I took Christian McCaffrey to have more than half of a touchdown rushing and receiving. No problem. Got that one. Mm-hmm. I had Josh Allen to go for more than 259 and a half passing yards. He passed for like a hundred or he passed for less than a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, 92. CD Lamb, I had to get one rushing or receiving touchdown. He got that late in the game. Bijan Robinson, I had him to score more than half of a touchdown rushing, receiving, didn't get it done. Dak Prescott to pass for more than 272 yards, didn't get it done. And Lamar Jackson last night in the Sunday night game, I had him to pass for more than 211 yards. He only had 171. So I took a shot where I put together six different players on a flex play. And the payout was going to be really big. If I hit the six out of six, it was going to be 380 on $20 play. If I hit five out of six, it was going to double the money at 40. And if I hit four out of six, at least I would recoup a little bit with $8. I went all in to try and win 19 times my money. Why don't you guys let me down? Bang. Prize picks. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. I'm telling you right now, it will change the way you watch sports. It, it will. And I, I, to me, it's a lot more fun. Alex, you always talk about fantasy football. I never got into fantasy football and mm-hmm. how much fun it is to, to follow the league and follow the different players. I never got into it. Prize picks, I'm all in, man. This will either make you really hate a player or really love a player. Because mm-hmm. I really love Jalen Brown. And I wasn't really that big of a Jalen Brown fan before prize picks. But I don't think I've, I have not missed one bet with Jalen Brown. He's my go-to guy. Whenever I'm in a pinch and I need to kind of recoup my money, I just do two people. One of them's Jalen Brown because he always come through for me in some way, shape, or form. So, Price Picks is really it, – it'll give you a different energy towards any sport. You pick them because they got them all. Yeah. Uh, PrizePicks.com slash great friends. They'll match your first deposit 100% up to $100. For those of you that are watching on YouTube or television, you can see the QR code on your screen. You can use your phone, click on the QR code, and uh, it'll take you right there to PrizePicks.com slash great friends. So, okay. In the NFC, we looked at how where the Rams sit. Go over to the AFC side for a moment, and, and let's see how how things are looking over there. Tell me if you if you okay. Take us through this, Alex, because Baltimore wins last night. They're the number one seed. Go ahead. Yeah, they are the one seed, eleven and three right now. Miami's the two seed at ten and four. The Chiefs, uh, they beat was it the Patriots yesterday? Uh, they're nine and five now. Jacksonville. Loses to Baltimore, but they're still in control of AFC South at the moment at eight and six. Cleveland sitting at nine and five. Wow, nine and five. Cleveland, Cincinnati, eight and six. Indy, eight and six. And I believe, I could be wrong here. I believe Indy and Jacksonville play each other next week, but I'll double check on that. You know what? I, I would like to take a look because I, I got to start looking at um, what is going to happen between, like, what does Baltimore have left? You know, what what does okay. Baltimore have left? Can, can anybody catch Baltimore? I'm no. doing that right now. Nobody I can catch him. So. I don't I think don't. so. Let's see. Oh, Baltimore. The, me, the Jaguars are taking on the Bucks. Listen to this. Baltimore this weekend at San Francisco. 
Let's chalk that up to a San Francisco win for a second. I won't. Okay, but let's just play it out. Okay. The following week, the Ravens host the Dolphins. I'd, ha I'd have to give the Ravens the, the edge there. And then they play the Steelers to end the season. And of course, I'm going to give the, the edge to, to Baltimore. So let's say they go two and one. Is there anybody that can catch up to Baltimore? Nah, they'll be the one seed. Okay. I'm just looking at the Browns also. The Browns' final three games at the Texans, huge game. Home against the Jets, I'm going to chalk that up to a win. And at Cincinnati, that's, that is the Browns, a. Um, the Browns are going to be one and two. They're not good on the road. They are magical at home. At home, they at home they can squeeze anything out. On the road, it ain't the same. It ain't the about same. The Cowboys or the Browns? The Browns. Because oh, okay. the, the same could be said for the Cowboys. <laughs> the Cowboys. Whoa, ooh, on the so road for that MVP Thanks. talk. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's well, your he boy could be, now. He, listen, he get behind two possessions. He looked like me at quarterback. Miami might finish ten and seven versus Cowboys. At Baltimore versus Buffalo, Buffalo seemed to have figured out. As soon as they fired their offensive coordinator, they seemed to have figured it out there. Yeah, in Buffalo. So I don't know Miami. I don't think they're catching them. The Chiefs they'll probably win out because that's just what the Chiefs do. But maybe I, I think I like Baltimore, dude. Hey, the Chiefs yesterday beating up on the Patriots, and I say beating up. I mean, it wasn't like some brilliant performance by the Chiefs either. You know, right. I mean, you, I've never seen Patrick Mahomes be as frustrated as he looks here in the last couple of weeks. But um, if you look at what happened yesterday, uh, Kansas City beats New England and everybody is buzzing about Bill Belichick leaving the Patriots. And look, um, if I'm Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, I'm like, we had a great run, an unbelievable run. But the time is now to rebuild. Because you're not five years, you know, 10 years. You don't have that left. So listen, we got to rebuild. We got to get our next coach. We definitely got to get our next quarterback. And the Patriots are about to come back to earth. They're about to come back to, well, they See, already have. Once Brady this, left, they've come back to earth. This is where I got pumped the brakes on this. Okay. okay? Mm -hmm. As a team who turns over quarterback uh, coaches a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're in position to draft. One of the top two dudes. So let's say they get Drake May because everybody believes. Let's say Caleb Williams goes to one for the sake of conversation. Then they get their hands on Drake May. Is Bill Belichick not a good coach? He clearly is a good coach. They have offensive problems. So if you get if you get Drake May and you can get him to be competent and play complimentary football, the Patriots are right back where they where they left off. And I'm not problem. saying Drake May's Tom Brady, but you'll get you'll get efficient play. From the quarterback position that you the, weren't that you aren't getting, the problem. I'm not. I'm not for just getting rid of them because you know they suck now. They no, suck now because they suck at quarterback. But the fair. problem is not just Bill Belichick, the head coach. Bill Belichick's the GM. Bill yeah, Belichick is the right. drafter, and he built this roster that is terrible. Like he built this. Like so, it's not that you're just firing the head coach. That's that's probably the least of Bill Belichick's worries. It's the fact that like look around that offense. There's nothing there. Nothing. Hunter Henry is their best player, and he's on team number three. And they think, and they think that Bill Belichick, if he were given the Chargers roster, that Bill Belichick is all of a sudden going to turn the Chargers no. from the Chargers to the pre-Patriots. Listen, you look at the Vegas odds. This is actually quite interesting. The favorite to become the Chargers' next coach, the favorite is Bill Belichick. Um, 
Kellen Moore, could, I don't know who could. the hell who, who put Kellen Moore in at four to one. If Kellen Moore were going to be the next head coach of the Chargers, wouldn't they have used him as the interim head coach? Listen, I'm going to tell you who you can strike off this list right now. So keep it up for about 30 more seconds. Bill Belichick, no. Ben Johnson, no. Jim Harbaugh, no. For the simple fact, Lincoln Riley, no. The amount of money you would have to pay them to coach the team. Those guys are, stop it. Just Vegas. There's one, guy that, there's one guy that the Chargers can realistically hire and it would be a home run smash hit. And Scott was with him last week. You're not That's doing right. that either. Kev, Kevin Stefanski? Alex Van Pelt is exactly the kind of guy that the Chargers would go after. And he's been looking for an opportunity for how long, Scott? Alex Van Pelt makes a lot of sense to me. What he's done in Cleveland as offensive coordinator, why not? Because they're not, he doesn't get the credit. Stefanski gets all the credit. So it you would can't be, have Stefanski. You know what? You know what? You're probably right because then it could be cheap. Well, get I mean, real cheap. I'll tell you, I look on that list. You know who makes a lot of sense to me? Eric Bieniemy. Not that Bieniemy's become nope. a terrible coach in one year, but Bieniemy's a former Charger player. He's from LA, and his claim to fame is what he did for Kansas City. Wouldn't you like to have Eric Bieniemy as you're facing Kansas City and you know everything about what they do and you know their players' tendencies and you desperately need an offensive coach that has credibility? Stick around. We'll, we'll keep going. Uh, we are in the 7 Mile Casino studio, 7milecasino.com. For those of you that are listening on radio, we're glad you're here. YouTubers get involved in the chat. TV viewers at night, we're happy you guys are all here. And we've got a lot more to get to. It's Monday. This is Kaplan and Crew. All right, great friends. Calling a little halftime timeout here. Um, I want to start off by thanking a couple of our sponsors. One, Tory Holistics and California Holistics. On a Sunday evening after football was over, my son and I drove to Tory Holistics to hook it all up um, because as the week goes on, I've got a million different lunches and dinners and holiday parties and gifts are hard to find for people. In other words, like I got to think about it, right? Or do I? Because you see, if you have people in your life that like cannabis or CBD for that matter, Tory Holistics makes your shopping super easy. Like for example, I have a friend who um, had this CBD cream. It was a topical cream for pain. I'm putting it on my boob, like as if that's where it was going to go. And, and I, and I knew that he didn't have any more of it. So when I went to Tory Holistics last night, I asked the bud tender, can you recommend a topical like lotion style kind of a product for pain relief? And the girl who was my bud tender last night went through like three different products until I was able to pick out the one that I wanted. So it's really easy to get holiday gifts for people who like cannabis at Tory Holistics and California Holistics, especially when you use our promo code amazing, it saves you 20 bucks or 20%. So make sure you're using that promo code amazing because it's going to change at the beginning of the new year. Amazing is the promo code, Tory Holistics, California Holistics. Big shout out to my guy, Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Realty Services. As Gary says, it's still a great time to buy a house. Why? Because houses are expensive and interest rates are high. But you saw what happened last week when the Fed did not raise interest rates. The expectation is the rates will start to come down. If you can afford to buy now, and by the way, it doesn't take a ton of money up front. There's all kinds of FHA programs that, and Gary's the expert in this, that can help you get into a house without a big down payment. Talk to Gary. Because when those interest rates come down and you've already got your mortgage here, call it $1,000, and then the rates come down and now your mortgage rate is, you know, you're only paying $800, 
you just saved a lot of money and it's a lot more comfortable for you. And I'm just giving you round number examples. Talk to Gary, 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299 for Gary Cooper and Mountain Trust Realty Services. Let's get back to it. All right, great friends. Hey, what's happening? It's Kaplan and crew. Got Grande, the brown man from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com, and sprinting towards Friday, which will be our last day of 2023, and then we'll uh, we'll accelerate right into 2024. So let me ask you guys a quick question. We've been talking a lot of football so far today. Um, you guys feeling the holiday spirit? Because um, this past weekend on Friday night and Saturday night, I had holiday parties. And I can tell you guys, this whole week, I'm booked, man. I am booked with holiday lunches and holiday get-togethers. In fact, on Wednesday, there is a 690-1090 holiday reunion happy hour that I intend to make. Um, boy, it could be a weird event, too, man. It could be really How, how happy is this hour intended to be? Um, how happy? I don't know how happy. Um, I mean, I, I've seen the uh, the email list going back and forth. You know, Hacksaw is like, I'll be there. I want to drink an IPA with you. Um, Coach Quintero was like, oh, it's just wonderful, marvelous. I intend to go. Are you going to do this for everybody that you can? Okay. Yeah. Let him um, go off. Go off, King. Do your thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know who I, I haven't really looked. I guess it, you come on, give me you, the Rob. Give me the Rob picker. Come on. Well, I'll tell you, hey man. Hey man, I'm gonna get you a new vehicle, man. Yeah, these guys are all coming, all the old sales guy types, you know. Jerry Donatio, mm -hmm. Jim Sheehan, mm -hmm. um uh, Kara Guthrie, uh, and Picard. I'm just thinking about names from people. I mean, I maybe there's like one of those things like an evite where you get to see who's who's already RSVP'd. Who's accepted. Yeah. I have not RSVP'd that I'm coming because I just don't even know if I am or not. Like I am, I think. But what? Yeah, I you mean, need I, to see this. See, this, this is already minute, my concern. What? This is already my concern. What? This is such a Scott move, dude. This is such a Scott move mm. to have to ask. Me, we finally figured out that we can meet up on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. We finally agreed on a time. And now you asked, instead of just doing us three, which was the original intention, mm -hmm. now you've asked us to go to this instead. Mm -hmm. Well, and no, it's I, the ultimate Scott move. We can't we can't find time to get together, the three of us. Well, uh, hey, I'll read on Wednesday. I'll blow this right. off then. then. I'll blow no, this no, no. off in the Here's three of us. What are you doing? What? Yeah. All I'm, all I'm saying is it Very would be defensive. the most Scott move to be, mm -hmm. let's go here. Me and Browner show up on time. Well, Browner never on time, but on time. I'm gonna be there. And then you That's and then you're like, point. Oh, I'm running late. And then you're like, I can only make a cameo. And then you hand us whatever you hand us, and then you're out the door. And then and then now it's just me and Browner there. Like, no, 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 no. Here's the Scott. Scott. That's the Scott move. Okay. Am Here's I Browner? Am I am I am I out of pocket here? You no, know, okay. no, no. That's a bullseye. It's target. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna reply. I'm, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna reply right now. I'm gonna say yes. They won't, I'm change, they won't change what might happen. Just because okay. you reply doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean anything. All right, you're right. Forget it. I'm not replying. Come on, dude. Yeah. What are you doing? What, yeah. You think we just got here? Yeah. You could see right. a car accident and like bust the bad job and be like, ooh, this right. sounds better than that. Let yeah. me go get under that tape and see what I can find. <laughs> well, Wednesday's this 690-1090 reunion. Wednesday's also that Santa crawl in, in Del Mar where there's like yeah, 500 guys. I'm trying guys. to get down, though. You want to do that? Get down, though. Yeah, I want to do that, bro. You want to do the Santa crawl? 
I want to do the Santa crawl. Holla, 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 holla at the homie. Tell him I'm trying to Santa crawl. You can Santa crawl. You just need to bring your own Santa. All right. I guess I could black a black Santa in that thing. A couple of years ago, I was like, oh, I'll do it. I'm like, I don't have any Santa costumes. They're like, well, just buy one. I'm like, no, no. I'm going to get a beard. I give me a beard, red hat. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to do that Santa crawl thing, man. Yeah. I was not buying a Santa costume. Because if I'm going to be up there anyway, I might as well go ahead and, and hop in on it. And I like Ernie Hunt. He's a cool dude, man. He's always been nice to me. Yeah, Ernie's a great guy. So I'll tell you what, man. You know, why don't we um, why don't we do it? We'll go from this uh, 690-1090 reunion party, mm -hmm. and then we'll we'll go crawling. We'll do some Santa crawling. I'm down with that. See, now that's a plan. Now, this guy's not going to go, but that's no. a plan. No, I he ain't going. That. He ain't going. He already shaking his head. Dude, he, he, dude, the fact that he, he has to, to go, go to Mira Mesa, dude. Right. Dude. The fact that he got to go to Sorrento Valley. For yeah. uh, for for this not reunion, only, not only that, but now I have to drive home at like five six o'clock, which is that's why I'm going north. That's a two hour drive home. All of a sudden, listen, this guy's gonna have to wear a mask once he gets past the eight. Probably so. No, it's clean up mm -hmm. there. Yeah. I uh, this week I was in downtown on Saturday night, dude, or it's Friday night. Like, trust me, that that's where you should wear a mask. It's mm -hmm. disgusting. What? Oh yeah. Uh, well, I was so many ice people? skating last night, bro. Yeah, it was packed. It was packed. Oh, so I was. You asked if I would go to a holiday got in the holiday spirit and i wanted to friday night we wanted to go hit up that it's called christmas bar in downtown mm -hmm. it's literally that's what it's called bro that line was to petco almost like that thing was long and i was like i stuck my head in there kind of and i was like that's yeah, cool like whatever let's go i ain't like, waiting in that junk no mm -hmm. god no for what to go pay 18 dollars for an overpriced peppermint drink no thank oh, wait you a second. Mm -hmm. so do alex you went to the uh holiday lights event though down in balboa park didn't you December nights, yeah. yeah. What, what do I call it? Holiday, Holiday lights. lights. I don't know what it What's is. With you? I did well, I December nights. It. I don't come. Bubble Park. Yes. Okay, so that should have gotten you into this holiday spirit, Brown. You were just about to say you you went, went ice to the skating? zoo on Tuesday, and it was all Christmassy at night. I went to oh, zoo really? at night. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Brown, where'd you ice skate? Oh, Liberty Station, man. It's uh, I fell a lot. I fell, man. I fell. Is it real ice? It was real, though, brother, like me. Brother, like you I can't was wearing skate. skates, bro. You listen, I don't care if you're I from Chicago, some, bro. I can't believe you even tried it. Yeah, you don't have I the right some, body for ice skating. Hey, you don't I got do some jokes. Sports. I had to write some jokes. I was so bad at ice skating last night. Really? It wasn't, it wasn't a good look. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a good look. Mm -hmm. Fell hard, hard, hard. I was like, oh, this is my last time. I was with my daughter. I was and and, and my girl. I was like, you're my last time around. Well, your girl. What? Now you got a girl lots okay well you said your girl you didn't say one of my girls well okay put it like that then because you know i want no problems so i felt like he actually that was that was a slip he didn't yeah, mean to say that I out loud for and i think sure. you've just created massive problems you've just created huge problems for yeah, yourself because now i, I have I now i want to now i, I want i didn't create massive problems you by repeating it and not letting it go mm -hmm. <laughs> made it worse can i tell you i mean you so did if you would have just now i'm curious too if you would have just said nothing, you said you were with your kids and your girl. And I'm like, your girl, you mean like I, you have somebody that you call your girl? Like, do you introduce her? You go, this is my girl. It, or was it your kids and your baby girl? There you go. You just misunderstood the language. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Because the next question? was also very confusing for what you did to us. So we, we don't have to talk about that. Well, first, no, 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 so no. It's no, been a no, weekend. No. It's been a weekend for you, dude. No, it was not confusing. We talked about me changing phone numbers. Again. Okay. On the not again. Again. On the, this is the third no, phone number. This is my second phone number. No, it's a third. So 
we talked about this a week ago. I said, hey, I changed phone numbers. I totally forgot to give it to you guys. I'm going to send it to you. We had this conversation. And then I send you a text describing, hey, whoops, my bad. I totally forgot to do this. The other phone will be in a drawer. If you text that phone, it may take me a while to get to it. So text this number. Pretty simple. No, not that simple. You're making us work very hard to communicate with you. I mean, honestly, switching phone numbers is a pain in the ass, number one. But your third phone number, you had a Chicago number, and this is now your second San Diego number. That's three numbers. That's oh, wait, asking you know, a lot, correct. my friend. You're correct. And, all you're correct. Three, and don't all three still work? Why you got to ask those kind of questions? Because it's confusing. AF. Two of them work. Two, the two of them San, work. The two San Diego numbers work? Yeah. I, dude, I'm going to have part, a hard time reaching you, man. The worst part hasn't even happened yet. The worst part, the, the part that inconveniences me, not Scott, is that now everybody's going to be like, why does Browner not text me back? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because you you're not special and he didn't give you his new number. But it, like when Cox starts calling me and New York starts calling me, sport, whoever does our radio, like when they start calling me, I'm like, Browner, can you just send, can you send them the link, dog? Can you just, can you get ahead of that? Listen, man, that let, number let, was lit up like, a, that number, was, that number that. was lit up like a Christmas tree, dog. I had to <laughs> abandon ship. All right, let me let me uh, bring it back here. So we are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. It's a Monday after an incredible weekend. Browner went ice skating in the NFL, and Browner went ice skating with his girl. Yeah, Wild. man, I was out there, bro. I was out there. Shout out, man. Shout out. It was a lot of people out there. A lot of people failed. Man tried to help me up. He failed. It was one of those situations. Ice skating in San skate. Diego is so weird too, because like I went, I took my mom to Coronado Hotel Dell, and they have the ice skating rink right now. Forty bucks. That and it's water. Yeah, it's it's so hot here. Like it's it's just it was eighty degrees this weekend, dude. Mm-hmm. Like that was you're skating on water. Yeah, Coronado forty dollars, y'all trying to charge people forty dollars to ice skate, bro. How much was it? How much was it at uh, Liberty Station? Twenty four adults, fifteen for kids, forty bucks a person, bro. To mm-hmm. ice skate. That's what? That, that's because that's hotel mostly. You know, I'm not saying it's not people locals that come by. Yeah. It's hotel guests. You know. Oh yeah, it's then it's more water skiing than ice skating at that. Point. Uh, Browner, on, but let me ask you something, man. Um, why you think you can ice skate? Because I did. No, you're too tall. You're too tall and lanky. You're like you get out there on ice. You know, I can't hold up. My knees aren't gonna hold my ankles. My I I need to find the wall. You you don't have the right body for ice skating. Too tall. Well, first of all, and skinny. I have legs. So therefore, and I have good balance. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that I'm a great ice skater. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is I can go in a circle around the ice, and that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And I fell hard. Okay. Mm. And my skate was bad. So now I'm hurt. It's so skate's I'm also, fault. Mm-hmm. I'm on, no, no, no. It's not the no, I'm telling you, it's not the skate's fault, but this skate in particular, this was my second skate, and the skate was not working properly. So my ankle, but my leg, my foot, all of it mm-hmm. the next day bad do you use hockey, out, hockey skates or like figure skating skates no i just used the skates that jones had right just, but what, did know? they have did they have the ones that have like the little uh edge up at the top like at the toe like did they have the little jagged edge at the top at the front mm-hmm. yeah okay well that's oh, figure skating figure skating that's skates a, yeah. yeah well I, I did that okay well that's not I need to give me some ice hockey skates yeah mm-hmm. um, that has more right. ankle support right that's what i need because i was mm-hmm. oof. Turns out you guys know I'm a world class ice skater now. Did you guys know this? Out of here, man. Yeah. Turns out. Yeah. Since okay. So I didn't realize it. So um, I did an ice skating thing up at LA Live because they also have an ice skating rink. The LA Kings have an ice skating rink in the middle of LA Live. You don't show me no video. It didn't happen. Oh, I've got plenty of video. 
plenty of video. And I got out on the ice and I was like, okay, hold on. I need to balance. Okay. And then I was like, wait, this is just like roller skating. Like, I mean, I'm good, man. You ain't stopped like that. Dude, I'm good. I'm telling you. In you fact, kicked I'm, up some ice? You kicked yeah. up some You shaved some yeah, ice, yeah. dog? Yeah, just like skiing. Just Bro, like you skiing. Ain't you ain't stopped like that. Brother, I, I am so good at ice skating that I'm I'm trying to get on the ice during, like, ho- NHL hockey games at, inter- at breaks. And I'm not talking about the Zamboni breaks. I'm talking about, like, in-between plays, like TV timeouts. They have these people come out on the ice, and they've got shovels. Ice ring girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, like I wanna, game. and I want to skate with those people. Listen, I want to okay. do that during an NHL game. This That's how good I am. This is simple. We know like we Peter, we know right. some people at the goals. We can make this happen. Oh yeah, this oh, yeah. can't be hard for us. Right. Speaking of, would you like to warm? Would you like to be a good guy? Would you like to warm up at the goals before you hit the NHL? No, ice? no, no. I'm ready to go straight right to, to the, the show. Right to the NHL. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. And there's plenty of video out there, Browner, of me ice skating last week. I would much prefer you embarrass yourself in front of eighteen thousand people. Right. Correct. That then 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 however many go to goals games right now. Yeah. So yeah. That would be hmm. better for us if that right. happens. Browner, you haven't seen any of the video of me out there ice skating? It's been all over Instagram. What on, on whose Instagram? Mine. I'm a little I gotta admit, man. dude, I admit it, I missed it too. Really? I didn't know you did. Yeah, I missed it too. Come Shocker. on, fellas. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm great. I didn't realize how great I was. You know, Browner turns out I have an app on his new phone. Browner, check out my ice skating. It's on my, it's on my Instagram. Okay. It's on my Instagram. Okay. All right, listen. Okay. Want me to pull it up? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm skating in downtown LA, LA Live. Bruh, nah, ain't, ain't, stop it. There we what go. Do you mean, Look at it. Bro, stop it. Look, so I'm he's rocking, the, so he's rocking the, the, the hockey, hockey skates. The hockey ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm skating backwards. I had, but mine was bad. And dude, I'm skating backwards here. You feel me? I don't know if this is. You got one. You going forward? Because I don't know if this is shovel ready. Yeah. So here's the deal. So wait. So I think what happens is I turn. The only reason I was skating backwards is because I was like, "Oh, wait a second, I can do this now." And then all of a sudden, I I turn and yeah, I go forwards, man. I'm 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 telling you right now. I this is pure muscle memory, Browner. This is what this is what world class athletes do. Look at that turn. World class athletes can find ways to do everything. Can Dude, they shout out shout out LA Live? That that ice looks like it's not melted. See, no, see the difference between what he's doing and what I was doing. There were like 50 people on the ice with me. Mm-hmm. No, I have the whole uh, ice rink to myself. Yeah, see, I did. Oh, look at see that nice picture of me and Rachel from the other night. That's see, that's a nice holiday party Saturday night. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I am in the I'm in the holiday spirit right now, man. I am I am festive. My kids are all home from school. You know, I'm just I'm feeling really like I'm feeling very holiday. Did you have a good Hanukkah? Cause that's over, right? Hanukkah's over. Um, it was a good Hanukkah, but like my kids weren't all home yet from college. And I was on the road two days during Hanukkah and I was, it was in Pittsburgh last weekend for the start. So it was good. It was good. We got the, we got the white Christmas tree up in the house. The mm-hmm. white Christmas tree indicates that we're Jewish and we have a tree in our house. You know, is that a universal thing? No, not universal. Oh, just local. Now I'm finna White send y'all Christmas tree indicates. I'm finna send y'all some skate evidence. This is not for on air consumption. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, then what's the no, point? Because your girls, your girls in it. All right, well then I ain't sending it then, man. All right, don't. Well, send if I can't junk. show it, he said, "What's the point?" So why are you sending it? Right. If I can't show it, then what's the point? No, I'm just Come telling on, you. Come you want because my kids I mean, in it? My because my kids in it. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah, you and can't if show I, that. If she shows up on the show, I gotta go to court. 
No, I don't want to do no, either. We don't, want, we don't want that. Yeah, we don't want oh, you to go to court. Let me tell you something. As we get to the end of this year, and we, you, if you have time to reflect on you on the year that you've just had, I don't mean you, I mean everybody. Um, I know for me, I can tell you, man, I, I went through two ridiculous court battles this year. Um, and thank goodness they're both behind me and I can like get that way. I was describing to a friend of mine this morning. It was like going out for a run and having on like a 50 pound weight vest, you know? And then now I took that weight vest off. I took those 50 pounds off and now I'm gliding. Now I'm feeling good, man. I'm running fast. I'm light on my feet. You know, before it was like this browner. Oh, two, three, four. Now it's like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. You understand the difference? I do. Oh, you hey, feel me? I think Browner more than anybody. I understand? Do you uh used to be riding your Peloton, Alex? No, I got a buyer if you're interested. I'm very interested. All right. Who that? Come on, bro. Why you gotta? Oh, your girl, bro. Wait. Cheap as hell too. Like we want it out the house today. Right. Oh, I, I, ooh, I, my I, wife. I, I'm telling you because my wife is like she said. If you and I, I won't quote what she said. That's for okay. my ears only. Okay. But let's just say if I get this Peloton out this house before 7 p.m. tonight when she lands back from Texas, uh-huh. it's going to be a very Merry Christmas in the Padilla household, right? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh I get I that done for you. I get that done for you, big fella. Dude, I got it's it's everything is working perfectly and there's nothing wrong with it. I like it. My wife is over it. She says it's too big for our house and she doesn't use it, so she doesn't care. So, you know, like I don't have a choice here, so she yeah, wants it out. But yeah. well, I do still use it, but she wants it out. Mhm. I got so you, Browner, big Don't even whatever price you're thinking. Yes. No way. Done. Done. No way. I want it too. Now okay. the price is going up. What are you doing? See, okay. What are you doing? What are you doing here? One hundred percent. I got everything works perfectly. Everything is installed. I got a nice little seat cover for it. I got a size thirteen shoe. If you want. Well, no, 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 no. It's not for me. <laughs> it's not for me. I got a size uh, eight. I, I got a size eight women's shoe. <laughs> if you want. I would have taken this Peloton <laughs> off your hands because I know Too it's late. brand new. I already got it. I, know, I, already I, know got it. Br- I know it's brand new. I know you guys mm-hmm. have ridden it like 10 times. And I just, my Peloton. She's is, ridden it 10 times. Dude, my Peloton's disgusting. My pedals are rusting because of mm-hmm. the sweat that just drips down right. all over me. I mean, I, I need. You, dog. Oh, dude. Yeah. I've, God, I would have taken that Peloton. Whoever right gets here first, it's yours. Me. Browner's he got, he ain't got the bandwidth. No, I ain't got the bandwidth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've. <laughs> I've been re- I've basically been relegated from working out in the room to I was forced now I have a gym membership and now mm-hmm. I go across the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me do this. Yeah. I want to I want to get back to where but we started. I, a question. I want to get back me to too. Uh, Yeah, I just by talk by I just asked if everybody got into the holiday spirit. Look what's happened here today. Look look what's happened in this segment. But I am going to get us back on track because we started off talking about the NFL and about the amazing weekend and about how certain backup quarterbacks are leading teams towards playoff runs and certain like veteran quarterbacks are taking bad teams or what we thought were bad teams and turning them into playoff contenders. Um, and the, the league and what has happened here uh, and, and the way things are changing every week is just fascinating to everybody. But I'll tell you this, um, and I'll, I'm going to tell this story. A couple of weeks ago, I was at a Rams Browns game in LA and I was chatting with a Rams exec and at the time, the Chargers were playing the Patriots in a very low-scoring game. And this Rams exec said to me, he goes, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that they lose. I'm hoping that the Chargers lose. Because if the Chargers lose, they're going to fire their coach. That was the word on the street 
that had the Chargers lost to the Patriots, they were going to fire Brandon Staley that week uh, or right after the game. Well, it turns out the Chargers, the reason that the executive said this is he goes, not only do I want them to lose and fire their coach, that's negative publicity for them. We're winning. You know, if we can win this game, which they did win the game, the Rams did win the game. If we, if they lose and fire their coach and we win, um, we're the story of like, we're building our team. We're getting back to the playoffs and they're in the middle of massive turmoil. And that didn't play out that weekend, but we all know how it played out last week. And mm -hmm. what the reason I'm bringing it up is this, we were talking about how the Rams looked good against Washington. They're back to 500 and the Rams are now on the verge of making a playoff run. Cause they've got this Thursday, they've got this game against the saints. We're forgetting that the Chargers last Thursday, because it's 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 so far in the rear view, got so ham slammed and destroyed by the Raiders that they did wind up firing their coach. So it kind of played out exactly as this Rams exec thought it might, where the Rams have climbed back into the playoffs and look like a real professional organization with a real pro head coach, and the Chargers look like a disaster. And that's good for the Rams business in LA. We'll get back into NFL football coming right back. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. You're looking for fun this holiday season, only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego in a completely smoke-free environment with amazing food. That's Seven Mile Casino. Back to more of what happened yesterday in the NFL. This is Capital. Hey, great friends. It's Monday afternoon. Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. We'll get to our highlight of the day in this segment. But before we get going back to the NFL, the Padres made a transaction earlier in the day. And after the transaction went down, and I'll get into the details in a second, the Padres traded a player to the Atlanta Braves, and the Braves got him and then got rid of him. Yeah, people have been blowing up my phone going, well, why did the Braves even make that move? Alex, can you uh, can you take us through what happened earlier today? Uh, it wasn't today, but it was. The, yeah, the Padres traded Matt Carpenter and his five point mm -hmm. five million dollar contract uh, left hand pitcher Ray Kerr and one point five million in cash. And the Braves gave up a minor league outfielder who's 26 years old in double A last year. And as a flip side. The Braves have now cut Matt Carpenter and are eating four million, four point five million dollars of his remaining contract. So <laughs> you you gave up Ray Kerr and and Matt Carpenter, I guess, for a, a I don't know why the Braves did this. I don't know, but they really want Ray Kerr. I really I, maybe, maybe. I really thought the Braves would be like, he's a project, let's give him a shot. You know, we're Atlanta. We'll fix we'll fix anybody here, but I, no, it's got to be in. it's got to be a math transaction, right? I mean, it has to. don't don't the I don't know exactly what uh, Drew Campbell was making in the Braves system or what his contract looks like or what the Braves math or what their books look like. I have zero idea. But if you're going to trade for a guy, get him and then just say we got to cut him and we're going to eat the four and a half million dollars. Yeah, it, it's just got to be about. The, the balance sheet, I, I assume. Well, definitely I, on the listen. Padre side, it's for the balance sheet. I mean, listen, the Padres, Matt Carpenter played like two games in the second half of the baseball game. He's going to make $6 million. So on this if end, you, for sure. I think if you give the Padres a solid offer for one of these $200 million contracts they have, and I'm not talking about something that will blow your socks off, just a solid face-saving offer. 
You can get one of these three dudes. Which which ones? You're saying Tatis, Machado, or Bogarts? Yeah. Oh, I I don't think Tatis, but I do agree with you with Machado and Bogarts. I think if there yeah. was a legitimate offer, if we can if, save face. Yeah. Like here, I'll give you an example. Let's just say the Dodgers, just as an example. Just for the sake of conversation. Yeah. Let's say the Dodgers said to the Padres, hey, look, so here's our deal. We really don't have a shortstop. Okay. We we just don't have one. But we'll take Bogarts off your hands and we'll take the full salary. We don't, we're not saying that, you know, you pay a part right. of it. We'll take, we'll take the whole deal. Right. And what we'll trade for Bogarts is prospect, 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 prospect. You but know, we're going to take all the money. Yeah, we'll we'll take the money off your hands. And in exchange for Bogarts, you're now the, the benefit of the trade is you get rid of the money and you fill up your farm system. And I'm not talking about like our very, very best. I'm talking right. about, you know, here's legitimate prospects that will fill your farm system. And we're doing you the favor of taking this off your hands. Now the Dodgers, in theory, would have an all-star caliber shortstop. Mm -hmm. And the Padres could either put Hassan Kim at short or they could put Tatis back at short. The point is, is that you could lose your $28 million a year guy for the next nine years. And you could probably fill up with some, some prospects. And very frankly, honestly, Machado, I wouldn't do it for Tatis. I wouldn't do it for, but for Bogarts, because you already have two other good shortstops that I would do. I think, I think if you offered them a face saving deal, they would do it because the, the financial straits they appear to be in. They're ripe for the picking for one of those three dudes. They're ripe. If, if someone just said, hey, we'll take the money and we'll give you a couple guys to save face. Yeah, you're off the hook financially. Right. You'll worry about, we got the money. We'll take, like, let's say if Seattle strikes out on all these guys. Or if San Francisco, it didn't necessarily go the way they wanted it to. And now you got the same manager up there. If he has a liking for one of those three, I, apparently it's not Tatis. And you go, hey, listen, here's some farm system, guys. Here's a every day, here's a picture you can throw out there every five days, and we'll take all the money off your hands. Bruh, bruh. Listen, that'd be a long, hard yeah. thought. Well, couple that with uh, the report that I read this weekend from Dennis Lynn, who said, you know how like everybody's assuming the Padres salary is going to go back up to about $200 million? He's like, I would pump the brakes on that. Because mm -hmm. what's more important to them is they want to get below Major League Baseball's luxury tax bill mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Major League Baseball, that number for luxury tax purposes is about $237 million. And the Padres, depending on who you ask, their current luxury tax figure, this is according to Dennis Lynn, is about anywhere from $199 to $200 million, which would indicate that they're not going to go spend $50 more million in free agency. Oh my God. At no most, who thinks at, they most are? at most, it's like, 15 to 30, maybe. Yeah. Who who thinks that the Padres are looking to add? I mean, there this is why, by the way, I'm with you, Browner. I really believe if there is the kind of deal mm -hmm. where put Bogarts in the number one position and don't sell me on no trade clauses. Forget about all that nonsense for a second. That. That's a that's a conversation with him and his agent. Right. So if you told me Bogarts is in the one position, Manny's in the two, Tatis is distant in the three. Yeah, but if you're not trading him, no, They're but if you could, him. hey, listen, also, if you could find a team that is um, interested in like a starting pitcher, but and they're loaded with cash and they say, we'll take you, you Darvish because we think we're we're like this. This is our year and we need yep. a number three, four guy. And man, you Darvish, a three, four guy at twenty million dollars a year. Man, would that help our pitching staff? So I'm just saying that like if, Toronto, if you, for instance, if you could lose 
Bogarts or Darvish. If you could get rid of those two guys mm. and the Padres, I believe would do that because yeah. they would love to clear that salary. They'd love yes. to get down to 150 million. And I would okay. also like to put this into perspective of what we're talking about. If the Padres don't add, because they currently don't have a center fielder, they currently don't have a left fielder. Um, you know, they might call guys up from wherever, or sign random dudes. They also don't have starter number four or five, so you still have to add. They still have to. Oh add. no! Oh, but, see, that, I think they do have starter four and five. They in the organization already. We just don't know them. Sure, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying like they're I, they do have to eventually name some starting pitchers here yes. eventually. But what I'm saying is, if you take it, if you take it a step further, and if you could almost forget that 2023 happened, you're going into a season with Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, Xander Bogarts, Hassan Kim, Jake Cronenworth, Joe Musgrove, and you Darvish as your core. That's still better set up than most teams can say. Mm -hmm. This is what I was saying a couple of days ago when people were freaking out over the Soto things. Like, dude, at the end of the day, well, look at what they're still. Just look at what they're look at what they still are starting with. What they're starting with is better than eighty percent of major league baseball. No, no, I don't agree. They're what they're How starting. So? What they're starting with is are are guys with mega contracts. Okay, all those guys you just mentioned all have mega contracts, and the problem is is that they don't have enough around those guys. So the, and they don't have the money to spend anymore, and they don't okay, have the so owner to have the you know to have the courage to go spend it the way he once did. So and they're trying you, to reduce payroll. So I, I, yes, they've got a, that's a good core, but they're screwed because they don't have a lot of money outside of that. See, no, but what I'm saying is, I think you're misunderstanding my point. My point mm -hmm. is, if you look around Major League Baseball mm -hmm. and you go down the list that we just named, mm -hmm. there are not a lot of teams that can start with those guys leading the team. They just, they just don't. There's just not that many guys. Like, like look at the division alone. Are, do the, can the Giants say that? No. Can the Rockies say that? No. Can the Diamondbacks say that? I would say no. And they win the World Series last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I just think that the, the the it's what you're saying is is correct on paper. The problem is that this yes. team on paper they don't fine. play well. They, don't they just play have well. a lot of needs. So, no, they have yeah, a lot so of other needs. Need, yeah, and they need to those three guys and and those two pitchers need to perform like they're being paid. That's mm -hmm. just a simple fact. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you they can't. I know everybody has a sour taste in their mouth. But I think you know time heals all wounds. You still have to expect like they can they can they be much worse. Remember, well, pew, pew, it's, pew, pew, it's pew, just pew. <laughs> yeah. They hey they okay, were eighty two and eighty. They were eighty two and eighty. It's a winning season for AJ Preller. You put that double black and white. That's a winning yeah. record. I mean, oh, they yeah. did lose the Cy Young winner, All Star closer, All Star outfielder, generational talent. But yeah, pew pew pew. Let's go. Woo. Yeah, let's that was back. awesome. Eighty two and eighty. Let's do it again. Let's run it back. All right, let me bring, let me bring us back to football here. Um, Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man from the Seven Mile Casino Studios. Let me come back to football. So in the late window yesterday, I will say that Arizona-San Francisco doesn't really do a lot to interest me. I keep my eyes on the San Francisco 49ers for two reasons. One, I think they're the best team in the NFC. I think, you know, that, that kind of has played out through the regular season, especially when they were injured and they weren't playing well and they had a three-game losing streak and then they've gotten healthy and you see what they are now. Um, the other part of it is John Lynch Jr., obviously, you know, just just being a local guy who, you know, we know so well. And um, to see him as a general manager when he was so criticized for even getting that job, it's fun to watch those kinds of storylines play out. Thing is, is that um, the conversation is going to start to go on about who is the MVP. Is it Brock Purdy 
who Browner, I know you and so many other people refuse to give this guy any credit of any kind because it's only about all the people around him. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, and then there's Christian McCaffrey, who is having just an absolute monster season and who they went out and traded for because they were like, that's the guy we need in this offense. Alex, mm -hmm. take take us through the, uh, the these these two players. Yeah, I mean they're both basically leading the the league in in, in everything. Uh, Brock Purdy, second best completion percentage, second most yards, uh, most touchdowns in the NFL with twenty nine, only seven interceptions, the highest quarterback rating of one nineteen. On the other side, McCaffrey, most rush attempts, most rush yards, second most rushing touchdowns for running back. He has the second most receptions. He's got the most reception yards for a running back and also the most reception touchdowns. He's got a total of 20 touchdowns on the season. Um, so both these guys leading their respective categories in basically everything. Yeah. Hey, man, listen. If your running back has how many receiving touchdowns? Seven? Mm -hmm. And you have 23. Like, it, this isn't really – for me, this isn't really that hard. And let's take everybody else out of the picture that he has on the team. Look at what Christian McCaffrey statistically has put together. Because if this is a statistically based, you know, conversation, running backs don't do what he's doing anymore. They did no team does this. And so the 49ers have trusted in him to come through for them. And he has. If you're not even the best player on your team, how can you be the MVP of the league? And that's, I guess, my problem is with the award per se, because you can't tell me that Tyreek Hill isn't more important than Tua. You can't tell me that Christian McCaffrey isn't more important than Purdy, because those two players are more important to the offense than the quarterbacks on those teams. You got to follow as a quarterback, your love for the quarterback, that's all. You know, it's, yes. it's, 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 it's So I guess my issue is with the award. It's not necessarily yeah. with those individuals. I, I guess my, I my, my issue is with the criteria for the award. Because there's no way you can look at that roster and tell me that they would be in the same position without Christian McCaffrey. I don't believe that. I'm I know it'll never happen. And I know it's what I'm saying is ridiculous. But in those three games that Trent Williams did not play, the 49ers also, were awful. Very like, true. The 49ers were awful. Christian McCaffrey was fine. Like if you go look at those three losses that he, you know, 43 rush yards, 45 rush yards, 54 rush yards, you know, but I just now think go that to Brock Purdy. Now go to Brock Purdy. Those three same. games he missed. Yeah, he lots was of worse. Picks. Yeah, lots of so picks. So I know it'll never happen, but I think if any year was the year to display how vital a left tackle is, I mean that's right there. The sample size—they're untouchable with when Trent Williams plays. Untouchable, mm -hmm. and without him, they looked awful. They looked terrible on offense. Awful. Browner, your point is well made. That it is a quarterback, um, primarily a quarterback award. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the Heisman yeah. Trophy has become primarily a quarterback award. True. Um, but I'll tell you this, you know, we, we talk about would the Niners be in this position if Zach Wilson was their quarterback um, or if Tyson Bajant was their quarterback or if DTR was their quarterback or even if Sam Darnold was their quarterback, would they be in this position? There's such a knockout there on Brock Purdy, you know, that that essentially he's got a great line. He's got a great running back. He's got excellent wide receivers. He's got a good tight end. Guy's got a great defense. He's got everything in place. Yeah, okay, that's true. But you still got to go out there and play. And he's not just game managing. This is not Trent Dilfer just sort of hanging on, you know, and get, hey, score two touchdowns, 14 points, and we'll win the game. Brock Purdy is having a prolific 
passing season. Can we not agree on that? Yeah. But the, but it, but if you drink the statistics, you'll be drunk. If you look at the film, these guys are open. These aren't bombs. That's, that's like, not yeah, his that's fault, though. Hold that's, on, hold it's, on, it, hold it's on. bad that he hits open receivers. Here they go. Here See, a lot of, I mean, didn't, here didn't, comes. didn't the Bears miss a lot of open receivers yesterday? Guys here dropped come. passes? This is this is my point. This is what I'm saying to you. This guy is not throwing bombs. Has he thrown long passes? Yes, he has. But the majority of his passes are short passes, and these guys are putting in work and scoring. He gets credit for that. I'm not trying to take away his statistics. I'm just asking for people who want to throw the statistical line in my face to also watch the game. Look at the passes he's making. And then you tell me, you tell me it, those level of passes, is he more important than Josh Allen? Is he more important than Patrick Mahomes? Because statistically, he looks like it. But if you watch the games, you will see, yes, he's making he, – you have to make the passes to position as the game. But you could swap him out with the guy behind him, and that guy would all of a sudden – look, um, Sam Darnold, the prayers would be answered. The, Let me the, ask you the, this. The, the prophecy would be fulfilled if Sam Brad, if um, um, Sam Darnold was in that position. Okay, so let me ask you this. If Trevor Lawrence was in that position, better results? Same. Same, Same result. Jordan Love's in that position? Same. Sam Howell is in that position? I haven't seen enough of Sam Howell, so I can't say. Well, he's he's seventh in the NFL right now in you know all the quarterback statistics. Um, so all, all would be the same. Derek Carr's on, on the, the 49ers, same deal. Same. Russell Probably Wilson? Better. Russell Wilson? I don't know. Same, same, same. Gar same. Gardner Minshew? Same. Okay. So how about how about Mac Jones? Same, because they tried to draft Mac Jones. Okay. Same. Zach Wilson? Same. Okay. All right. So that's your, so, so Brock Purdy can get no credit. No, not for me. Yeah, of course. No. Not. Uh, to Browner's point, mm -hmm. uh, there is a stat that tracks per pass how long it's in the air. Mm -hmm. And that's what Browner's talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's yes. a lot of there's a lot of perception that Brock Purdy passes screen passes to Debo or short passes to McCaffrey or whatever, you know, George Kittle. And to Browner's point, at the moment. Mm -hmm. Air yards. That's the stat. Brock Purdy is wow. like, it's hey baby, analytics. You want it? I got it. Brock Purdy is in the middle of the league right now with 3,200 yards, and the leader in the in that stat of I'm chucking it deep is Sam Howell mm -hmm. at 4,100 yards. Mm -hmm. So that you know about a thousand yard difference of pass of, of oh, how they're doing it. So, so but I hear my thing with Brock Purdy is like. I will not ever knock a guy for being good on a good team. And I just don't, I just don't think that's a, a, a storyline that I particularly like, do I think that he's benefiting from being on a great team? Yes. Yes. But am I also going to credit the guy for doing everything perfect on a good team? Yeah. Like I'm not going to knock him for doing what he's supposed to do and doing he's it great. really he's been freaking well. Yes. I'm again, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you, but what I'm saying, if you want to tell me this guy's the MVP, I don't want to hear that. Well, listen, did, did, is, is Brock Purdy lucky that he's with the 49ers? Yes. Are the 49ers lucky that they drafted this guy dead yes. last and, and yes. he replaced a first-round draft choice? Yes, they are. This just happened to work out for both parties. Turns out the 49ers drafted a guy in the first round, failed miserably, traded him away. Hurt. Guy never produced. It was always hurt. hurt. 
Right. Or, but yeah. but the 49ers were also very, very lucky that when you draft a quarterback last and he becomes your starter, which you 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 didn't even know he'd make the team. He's a practice roster guy. And look what he's turned into. So both the Niners and Brock Purdy have gotten lucky together. So, I agree. All right. Yeah, I agree. Alex, let's uh let's get to the highlight of the day. Can we do it? Yeah, I'll do it quick. Sure. Why not? Sure, of course. Promo code. And Scott, why don't you tell people about the peanut butter drive, which we have not talked about since you were there last night? Do you have the picture that I sent you or do you not have the picture? Uh, I can Um, put it. Yeah, it's cool. So every year, Tori Holistics does this thing where you bring in a jar of peanut butter and then they give you like, I want to say it's a $1 pre-roll, something like that. In other words, penny penny pre-roll, something like that. So here's the thing. They help peanut butter is a, um, because of the way it's packaged and because of what it is. It lasts a long time and they literally take thousands of peanut butter jars and they hand them off to, um, I'm actually, to be honest, not sure what organization it is, but then those people get these, these peanut butter jars into the hands of families that frankly need food during the holiday season, especially got kids. Back, got your back, San Diego. Thank you, sir. Got your back, San Diego. So I was in, the, I was in there last night because I went to pick up some gifts for some people. And they have this display in the lobby of all these different peanut butter jars. And then they explain to you, it's a penny pre-roll. Is that the deal, Alex? Yes. Nice. Nice. So when you're going to Tory Holistics or California Holistics, bring in that jar of peanut butter. Okay. And get yeah. hooked up. All right. What's Promo our highlight amazing the for the end of the year? Promo code yeah. amazing. Well, we don't have a lot of time, so I'll just mm-hmm. do this. I'll, I'll be a little braggy for us. Okay. Shout out to the three of us. Another winning week across the board. Hey, NFL picks. We all went two zero and one. We all pushed on the. Well, I pushed on the Bengals. You guys pushed on Browns, Bears, but all of us two zero and one, and all of us now officially with a winning record. I'm twenty eight nineteen and three. Scott, you're twenty three twenty one and three. Browner, you're twenty four twenty and three. Wow, that is impressive. Mm-hmm. Seriously, like that's actually quite impressive that we have a mm-hmm. winning record for the year across the board. Like, all yeah. of us do. Documented, documented on Seriously. paper. Wow. Mm-hmm. Shout that's out to good. us. We're awesome. We are. We're awesome. I mean, money. we knew. Come on we knew. now. We knew. And we're getting more no, awesome. No, nobody's surprised. Yeah, we're getting more awesome as the, as the years go on. Hey, look, mm-hmm. um, stay with us. Radio listeners, we're going to come right back. We're going to dive deeper into the NFL weekend, including what it was essentially mine and Browner's Super Bowl, the Browns versus the Bears. We'll get into a h- bunch of NFL stuff. We're going to get into some Padre stuff. Radio listeners, stay right where you are. Podcast viewers and podcast listeners We're going to go get uncensored. We are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. It is Monday afternoon. This is Kaplan and Crew. All right. All right. We're into the uncensored portion of the podcast here. You can see Brett Weiss from Mushroom Life is here. And uh, Brett was just going off. And I just said to Alex, I said, just just freaking hit record. Go ahead. Just go. You know, I was in, we're, we're talking about Christmas. I'm, I'm the Grinch. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm Jewish. I grew up every morning on December 25th. I'd wake up and I see all my friends out riding their fucking bicycles Same. and skateboards. But then I, then I remembered I had eight days of that, not just one. Right. I think we are the right. chosen people. That's very Jewish of you to be upset with somebody else. If you had a whole eight days, well, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not they get one day and now you're mad just, at them. It's like the whole neighborhood's out riding their bikes. And when I did, it was me. You probably got yeah. five motherfucking well, bikes. What you well, doing? Wait. No, Brett, same, a, same story, man. I, I got would go, bike I would, every day. Dude, I go to the mall. I go to yep. the mall and my, my mom would go, get up there on Santa's lap and take a picture. And I'd get up there on Santa's lap and go, ho, 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 what do you want, little boy, for Christmas? I go, I'm Jewish, Santa. Come on. Don't fuck around. <laughs> you, know, you ain't coming. 
Scott, is Christmas Day the day that you go do that 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 white people event where you all jump in the fro- freezing ocean? No, that's no, New Year's Day. That's New, New Year's Day. Day. And, that, and even you ain't black, doing that again, is you? Yeah, blacks, I am going to do it. Even blacks and Mexicans do that, Alex. Come on. No, bro. that's not no, true, bro. No, there that's are no very blacks don't, that. don't do that. Oh, dude. Trust me, dog. We saw the video that Scott sent. There was not, not one, one person okay. no. remotely tan there. How about we do yeah. this? Because I'm around no for we. New Year's. Ain't Everybody's no around we. for New Year's. We're getting your two fucking colored people out with us in the uh, in the ocean. They ain't going. They ain't going. Yeah, bro. Shit, they ain't going. I mean, Steve. I know your nuts are small. They're going to be a lot smaller after you jump in that cold water. Ain't wow. listen. Nope. Mm. He's coming not in violent today. I know he's he is. He's coming in today. angry today. Not and I don't know what your problem is today, Brett, because we had such a good time yesterday. Hold on. You and now, this, you know this, this show is? will now not air. Thanks, Brett. The Thanks Super Bowl shuffle. Oh, you really got to... I appreciate the, the shit talk, but uh, don't get us taken down YouTube. So thank you. I, yeah, I they'll, 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 take do us, it. they'll take us down because, we, uh, because we're using uh, music that is we don't have licenses to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Browner, we, we, we got to talk. I was with Scott, <laughs> some other Browns fans yesterday, and... Um, mm-hmm. You're my favorite. When y'all, when y'all fucking you- suck the whole game up, well, that's you what you're feel, talking how about. How do you feel? You know what it is. When you this were down what, seventeen to seven in the fourth quarter to you an inferior team, that how'd that is? feel? That's an L. You know what that is? That's huh? on your forehead, brother. Huh? Did you? Did you not? Yo, you were down to an inferior team, seventeen it's, to seven. What do you mean? Let's huh? see. We choked the game away. Because we choked the game away. You're proud because we choked the game away. Great. Okay. Awesome. Scott, you got to back me up. Let's see. We had one offensive lineman. You speak for yourself, motherfucker. You up in this motherfucker now. (laughs) (laughs) One offensive lineman who who did not start the year. Everybody else is out. We had our Nick Chubb out. We had Joe bring me off the couch. Flacco throw for almost 400 yards two weeks in a row. So So clearly he doesn't suck. Keep going. So y'all got another motherfucker on that team. If you'd have been out there, y'all got your ass cooked. What's the Bears record? Uh, we got five wins. Yeah, five you and nine. Five. You know what I say to that? Fuck. They're not good. The, the props are the best, dude. <laughs> 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 Who's the comedian? Is it fucking Carrothead that has all the props? Like, yeah, it's yeah, amazing, dude. I mean, yeah. I mean Browner, I will, give you, I, I will give you this. I mean, Scott and I, buddies, we're like, this after the 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 muff punt, you know, we kicked a field goal, and I'm like, they're not gonna fucking win. And then, hey, the Browns' magic is back. Try it. Try it's back. Hey, Browner, but Browner, let me ask Brett this because I want you guys to hear Brett's answer because I don't know what he's gonna say. And by the way, I love the uh, Michael Jackson album. You like uh, that too? Yeah. Up yep. above, yes. And I like the pit football you got. Now, listen, let me ask you this: What did you think of Jason Lawhead's act during the game? <laughs> As as we were watching the game, just imagine this, Browner and Alex, me, my son, Justin, my girlfriend, Mm -hmm. Rachel, my buddy, David, um, our friend, Lynn, her brother, our friend, Sandra, Brett, like there's, there's everybody and Brett and Sandra and Lawhead, they're all Cleveland people. How come Browner wasn't invited? Don't invited. Listen, don't even act. Don't do that. When did well, you like, invite me? You ain't got my motherfucking phone number. When you invite that's me? That's right. I <laughs> did. True. No, no, I invited you on the phone number that doesn't work anymore. Check no, your you other did. phone. Yes, I did. You know I Check still got that motherfucker, no. right? You know I still <laughs> look it up. Yeah. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, wait. hey which, children which, on screen. Which girlfriend which is on your phone? These three are okay. Oh, oh, oh. These three okay. <laughs> okay, huh? so Brett, Brett, describe yep. for Alex and for Browner. And and Alex, you can show the video at the same time, I suppose. Yeah, I'm very surprised that Jason's the one because the way Brett is on the show, you're telling so 
Brett, I, I would, Brett would be that way. Cool. He is. He's the best. I mean, I will go to every single game, win or lose, Browns, Bears, you name it. This guy is die fucking hard. I, I, I hate crazy. to say it. I hate to say it. It would almost, in a weird way, it would almost be better if they lost because to watch him crumble emotionally yep. is hilarious. I mean, but he, thank God they won. But watching Lawhead, look, and he's holding court. You know, he's got a hold court. And there's all these Bears friends in the, in the front row there, those three guys on the left side. And here's the the game winning field goal. Turns out to be the game winning field goal. Is that a and, Burrow fan? Somebody. Yeah, there Burrow was one fan? Cincinnati guy who was rooting against the Browns. But Lawhead loses his shit. I mean, Brett, the women were all disgusted by his behavior. You know what I mean? <laughs> God, if the Bears would have caught that, if the Bears catch that Harold Mary, he loses his mind. I oh mean, yeah, I, I can't mm -hmm. believe they dropped that. That was in his hands, but. It's the Bears, you know when that. You suck, you, when you suck, you suck, man. You know Dude, he was. You know, my boy Fields put on a great show. Oh, I mean, come on now, how, how do you miss that? How man? How? Well, that's oh. you know, it's the year of the Browns. I hate to say it, we got the old man coming back, yeah. backup running backs, backup receive, backup uh, linemen. Half the defense is out, but then you got the man, the myth, the I don't know what the hell to call Miles Garrett. He is a He's amazing. He's the best defensive player in the league. I've been saying that for years. He could be the best defense player ever. I mean, he mm. is well, a monster. Slow down. Mm. Slow down. Slow down. Mm. Slow down. Reggie White. Hey, Reggie what are, White. Who are the Bears playing next week? The Arizona. Oh, shit. They're going to lose. I think you and I should fly back there. Scott's got his field passes. We're going. Yeah. Eight fly back where? To Chicago. To see the Cardinals? No, to see your Bears. Come on. Hey, listen, if you give me if you give me on the field, if you give me in the building, I'll be there. I'll get there. Brett was trying to sell me yesterday on going to see the Browns play in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, maybe that should be your Chris, maybe that should be your Hanukkah present to me, Brown, or to take me back to Chicago. They're not good on the road. Well, listen, no, the you want to go to Chicago. Uh, Cardinals Bears? Yeah. I mean, shit, let's cook. What you talking about? All right, send me, your credit, send me your credit card. We're ready to roll. Great mid-off. Oh, you ain't gonna right get nowhere with that. I know that because that girl called me yesterday. She's like, he fucking walked out on the bar bill. He, he, can you pay for him? I'm like, yeah, I'll take care of him. See, you see, don't even do that. Don't even talk like that. See, you try to perpetuate the stereotype. I see what you own. I see what you do. <laughs> I thought he was talking about me. No, <laughs> I thought he was too for a second. <laughs> uh, okay, let me do this, Brett. While you're here, yeah, just uh, because we won't talk to you again until the new year. I mean, we'll talk, but we won't have yeah. you on the show until after the new year because we're we're gonna get off the air on Friday. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get a little bit of time off, like most people shut down a little bit. Oh, that's um, perfect because that's when me, Browner, and Alex are setting up our own podcast. I know. Brett wanted to come over to my house today to do the podcast. I'm like, brother, I am not set up with cameras or mics. And he goes, he goes, well, that's because you're a rookie. And I was like, mm. no, it's because it was intended that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anybody around me. Okay, so this is this is Mushroom Life. I've got a full line of products here, Brett. Uh, my favorite, I'm you may not like to hear this. My favorite product, dude, is the face lotion. Unbelievable. I, I use it every single day. But every you know, day. It, hold on one second. I'm gonna show you what your new favorite one you is. Make chapstick. Bring some to you. Hold on one second. One second. Because <laughs> I'm just dude, about he, putting like dude. I'm into chapstick all of a sudden. Your lips will be filling it. Mm -hmm. Dude, Brett, Brett Weiss. Imagine they put a hilarious. Little, he's crazy. Way, I love he him. He's hilarious. And he and my son were watching Lawhead yesterday. My son thought Lawhead was the funny. My son thought Lawhead was funnier yesterday watching the Browns than he's ever been doing stand up. 
<laughs> you know, that's how out of his well, mind he was. He loved yeah, it. I, loved I remember it. before I even met Lawhead, he was Bill Burr was always talking about how crazy he was at those so, Rose Bowl tailgates. So, so, Scott, I know you like the face cream, but as I told you, this is coming out very soon. It's my functional mushroom coffee. You guys may have heard of Rise or Mud Water or Everyday Dose or Everyday Junk, Mud Junk, Rise Goes Down. The life is coming up. I'm going to show you actually what the packaging is going to look like if I can figure out how to share my screen with everybody. You'll never be able to figure that out. Uh, no well, chance. I'm going to e email to Alex really quick. and he can You show make a you. chapstick yet? Alex wants to know if y'all got some chapstick in there. Uh, you know what? It's interesting you say that. I do have chapstick coming, CBD chapstick that Shaq O'Neal is going to be behind. So, Wow. Which really Shaquille? Not Shaquille O'Neal. I'm sorry. It's um um Dick Buckus. Oh, I'm sorry. Dick Buckus is no longer with us. How about um the fridge? Hey, what you, that's cold, man. That's cold. Damn. He, he did too. What's going on right now, dude? <laughs> I don't know what he. I don't know. A lot man. of Chicago slander He's going. Murdering. On. I mean, I mean, Browner. I mean, tell me, were you depressed all day long yesterday? No. Nah, listen. Listen. Are you just used I, to it? No. 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 First of all, if anybody's used to it, you're used to it. So let's let's. let's oh, that is true. I'm, I'm. Hey, I'm a diehard. I've gone through the fumble, the drive, right. the interception. We're, we're two. We're two terrible fucking franchises. So let's, you know, yeah. Cardinals. You both know, our franchises yeah. suck. Let's not yeah. talk like yeah. any, any of us are going to the Super Bowl anytime soon. Yeah. So Browns won't go to Super Bowl is, this year. Browns ain't going to no fucking Super Bowl. Come on, man. Yes, they are. Come, Come on, man. Bro. The second Joe Flacco leaves that stadium, he gonna fucking turn to a pumpkin. On, you know man. what? Hey, you you can keep you could turn into pumpkin, just keep throwing for 400 yards. Yeah, don't hate you're you're, you're good to go. He Brett, look at this. Brett, look at this. Browner, Browner is out of his his sustained energy. Yeah, yeah. And Browner's out of his mental energy. I'm all out. Oh no, I can tell. Now I'm holding. I'm holding <laughs> right now. But Browner's out. And so, Brett, what I've been telling everybody is this that um when you buy fifty dollars worth of mushroom life products, you're yeah. still sending everybody fifty dollars of additional products, correct? For you, 100%. Okay. And when you do that, and thank you, when yeah. you do that, do you just like randomly pick out, like I got stuff laying around or you go, no, no, no. I want people to try this face cream or I want people to try the sleep product or I want people to try the arousal product. How um, do you determine what the extra $50 of stuff is that you send? I decide which is the oldest shit that I'll never sell that I'm going to give them something that they'll never buy again. No, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, look, I, I honestly, Scott, I look who it is, male or female. And decide that you know what? Hey, they need a little face cream. They're getting a little older, like Scott and I. They need to get rid of these wrinkles. They can't get it up. I send them the arousal tincture. Uh, they want a little energy. I send them some gummies, so on and so forth. Hey, hey Alex, check your uh, your text. I sent you what the picture of the new um, bag is going to look like. So this is going to be the latest and the greatest product we're coming out with the first of the year. It's a functional mushroom coffee called Life. It's uh, got six different mushrooms in it. Cordyceps, Lion's Mane, King Trumpet. Uh, it's an instant coffee. You pour it in a, a glass, hot water, mix it. And I'm going to tell you, Browner, the ladies are going to come after you after you drink this thing all day long. Wait, so what, uh, what, what does it do? do? It's, it's, just, it's just a coffee alternative, but it has basic functional mushrooms that help for wellness. Gives you a little pick-me-up in the morning. You, right, you don't so got to do that. my bag at? Where my bag at? Well, you know, I don't have a bag, but I'm, I'm going to make you one special today. Maybe if you get your ass up here. You were actually supposed to come up last week for the party, and I never heard from you either. 
well, new phone. He's got a different phone. Oh, the new yeah, phone. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, phone. Wonder some, some other, no, no wonder some good looking blonde girl showed up with big boobs. I loved it. Well, you know, I, I called up to her later. I always do. Yeah. yeah. Hey, share with my, my Jewish brother. He's good. He's good. Uh, I always do. <laughs> All right. Listen to me. I want to just tell everybody, ho, ho. use the, use the QR code on the screen right now. You buy $50 worth of Mushroom Life products. Brett sends you an additional $50 worth of Mushroom Life products. Brett is feeling really good here today, Monday, because his yep. Browns beat Browners Bears. And I'm telling you yesterday, Browner, the one thing everybody was worried about, not the loss of the game, having to listen to you brag to us. But now we get to brag to you. Yeah, I was going yeah. to woo. I was coming. And, then, and the next year, Browner, as I told you, I've been teasing you. We got this coming out for you. You're going to be able to make your own, throw your own mushrooms at home. We're very I'm close. Farmer, so. I'm farming. I'll farm that. Oh, you will farm it so hard. You're going to get all your friends to farm it. You may become a mushroom farmer. People all want to know about this stuff because yesterday I was introducing Brett around. I'm like, this is my friend Brett. He owns this company, Mushroom Life. And they're like, oh my God, I've heard of Mushroom Life. And oh. everybody wants to hear about the products and the different yep. effects and everything. It was Brett was Brett was out there yesterday. He had a captive audience yesterday. I had a captive. Did uh, Rachel take some of those? Uh, no, I no, I told her not yesterday. No, tell you they're small micro. <laughs> told her not yesterday. No, I said not yesterday. I'm like no. Today, we, maybe today. No, when we when 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 we are done on Friday, yeah, and we have some time off, then she can take those mushrooms. Until then, those mushrooms are off limits. All right. So how about this? On Friday, when you guys are off for the week or two weeks or three weeks, me, you, Rachel, and. I guess I'll invite you, Browner. Alex, if you want to join us, but you never leave your fucking off your, your apartment. We're all going to have some mushroom gummies and we're going to have a good time. Yes, I'm all for it. I think, again, Where? and you know what? A Sunday watching football using mushroom gummies would be a hell of a lot of fun. Next Sunday, Browns play the um, the Houston Texans. Let's do it. Browner, okay. you're in. You're in. Browner, I don't come on. I want to watch that. You don't want to yes, watch it. Will. There's other games on. Do you want a job? Shit, I'm going to be employed whether I watch that motherfucker or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to go. We're out of here. Brett, Gentlemen, we love you. We appreciate great. you, man. Thanks for your Thanks. partnership this year. We really do appreciate it. And to everybody else, we're back tomorrow. Peace out. Later. Bye.